Hi, my sis. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the look of success and how our desires to be authentic and true to ourselves can sometimes be stifled when we are wanting to look successful in the ways that maybe we quite haven't defined for ourselves. So this is a conversation that has been brought on by being a mentor to those of you who are not in the beginning stages of business, are really in the depths and the growth and the scaling and and also the unraveling. So I hope you're here for this conversation. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Beyond the Reef podcast with me, Uilani Tevanga. Are you an ambitious, goal-getting woman yet often feel depleted, sometimes even numb? Are you chasing success yet deeply desiring significance? Do you feel you're walking a tightrope of too much or not enough? From a young age, success meant safety, so I always achieved, but it wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it would be and I couldn't stop running. I feared one day if I stopped, it would all fall apart. Spoiler, it all fell apart anyway. In my darkest space, I went inward. I found the truth, my truth. I got to meet myself for the first time, to let go of shame and feel so I could help others in a deeper way. Imagine if you were able to unlock abundance from within, that it was no longer dependent on just what you do, but how you amplify who you already are through magnetic embodiment, emotional mastery, tapping into your intuition, and reclamation of pleasure. Oh yeah, we're going there. You're about to go beyond the barriers you think are keeping you stuck. It's time to awaken the mana within so we can go beyond the reef. So I love setting goals. And when I say loved, uh, yes, I mean with ED. (laughs) Because I know that when it came to goal setting, there was definitely the SMART goals. And that was something I had learned early on when I was in the beginning stages of being an entrepreneur. And if you've been in business for a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you don't, I will share this really quickly. SMART goals, and I'm just going off the top of my head, is scalable, measurable, attainable, realistic and like time driven measurable anyways something like that like there was ways in which you could make a goal and then you want to pin them up to smart goals can they be small like can I break them down into bite-sized pieces so exactly like okay this is how much money I want to make for the year so I'm going to break them out into small chunks. Typically, people break them out into quarters, break them out into months, weeks, days, and then you know exactly what you're measuring. Measurable goals if you're working in your health, right? Like this is X amount of pounds or this is X amount of weight I want to be able to lift. Attainable. Is this really within my scope or do I have to attain other skills in order to make this happen or I have to hire people? Like, how am I going to really make this work? Um, I think I'm getting the R right. Okay, I should have looked at this before I started recording, but go with me. And then the T. 
time, that gets bound by a certain time. Okay, so this T, ooh, is the one, is the one that will get so many of us women tripped up. I really think that SMART goals was made by a dude. Again, I'm probably going to put that in the show notes. Like, side note, here's the research I did about who made up the SMART goal. Because time is a lot of the reasons why when it comes to our business, you know, businesses or our our goals, it can really put this pressure on us. And I know that I don't know. I know. I don't know. I do know. I had this idea in my head. And this was also because of a lot of like church conditioning of you should be married by a certain point. You should have this many kids by a certain point. You should have an education and you should have all these kind of things. And I didn't have an education before I started having children. I got married really young and I went, I was so involved in as an entertainer and I loved that job and that's what I wanted to do from when I was four years old and I was. I was a professional dancer for many years and then I had a baby and then I said I wanted to cater everything around my motherhood. And so when I had a baby, then came in this pressure of, oh, but I also should have an education and I also should have, you know, a house and I also should look this part. And I, and I remember just feeling a pressure of society that I started to get very hooked on goals. And when I knew the smart way to go about them, you better believe I was going to make it happen no matter what. And happen, it did. And I said, before I'm 30, I'm going to own a home. I'm going to have a education background. I'm going to have a business. I'm going to have gone to Disneyland with my children. I don't know. I just had these goals that I was like, this is what success is going to be for me. And I don't know if I ever took the time to ask myself, but is that your true authentic nature? Is that what you truly wanted? I just knew that those goals would look really good. And if you know what I'm talking about, right? Being really honest with yourself. What goals have you poured yourself into? It could be the health goals. It could be the business goals. It could be the life goals. That this was what was going to make me look successful. If you've never fallen into that trap, you're a unicorn. Heads up, okay? But I believe that every woman, if you've ever tried to please your way or be validated or belong, you have fallen into some kind of category with achieving things because of the look of it. And I definitely, because of so much in my life, and I'm not here to, it's always going to kind of unwrap, kind of wrap into the way in which we were all raised but that was so huge for me it was like okay and then I know I will be successful because other people will see that I'm successful and yeah it feels really good to put down a goal to the exact and check them off now when I decided to really dive into this new part of beyond the reef which is about 
deciding for yourself and redefining success, I will surely, surely share that when we try to look successful, we stifle our own authentic nature. There might be pieces of ourselves that we absolutely are connected with like yeah who doesn't want to be healthy and who doesn't want a house in in Hawaii and you know those kind of things but the full expression is but did I need it all at once did I need it in a six month 12 month period absolutely not was there a time stamp that I ever had to arrive because now that I'm there did I feel any different no I did not Maybe for a second, right? Maybe for a second I got to be celebrated. But the reason why I was doing things was never truly internally motivated. It was very external that, again, that I wanted it to look successful. So the idea, and I, and I say this quote around, right? Like you want your life to feel good, not just look good. When we try to just look successful and try to see yourself in in that in some capacity, we are not dedicating ourselves to personal mastery. I feel that authenticity really comes down to how well do we know ourselves. And from that place, right, from that place, how would I want to design my life? And so no, no longer do I create smart goals, okay? And that's cool. I'm not here to shame or, or throw shade. It just no longer works for me because I have realized that life is so much like water and it will take us down and it will toss us around and it, you can tell I've, I'm a football mom right now, Okay. Take, take it down, turn it around. Um, it will take us down new paths and we may make goals. But what is so beautiful when we start to put our trust in the source of it all, in God, in universe, I have really come to know, like know that making intentions will be far more in alignment with my authentic nature than me making solid goals with my limited human mind who cannot really even comprehend all the blessings that are in my path once I get into true alignment with my authentic nature. And my authentic nature does not put timestamps on things. I will make the highest intention, but it is never for me to control. I believe that making goals in this way to you know externally meet the certain amounts and the ranks and the you know the tangible things we miss out on a lot of the authentic growth within our own selves because if we can make goals and set intentions from the internal desires, being truly connected with what our soul would like to create, we then are connected to our true authentic nature. I don't want to be trapped in the status. And I remember for the longest time, Marvin and I would get these 
oh, power couple, you know, still a thing like hashtag power couple and goals. And I don't know why, but that never used to sit with me well, because I'm like, you don't know, right? You don't know the struggles that internally people are going through. Like, why would you want any relationship or any family dynamic to be goals? But when you are someone else's hashtag goals, guess what happens to you? you feel this external pressure, right? You're like, okay, I've, I've reached a certain level of success. My business is thriving. I'm in print magazines or I'm up on stage or I'm doing all these things and going on all these trips. Like obviously what I'm doing is working and other people are, are wanting this. I have to upkeep it. There comes the pressure, But if I'm in my full authentic expression, I can just be like, forget it. I don't want to do it right now. And that's really, really freeing to understand that I can be like water and I don't have to be quote unquote performing, right? Because that's a lot of times when what success can feel like. I know so many high achieving women that because they're visible and because they're out in the world, they're killing it in their business, that they feel that they have to be killing it in every single area and that they can never let the shoe drop. And nobody can know that they're internally struggling because they've never allowed themselves to have intentions. They just have really solid goals that they're just grinding out every day. And like I said, it's not a bad thing to go after these goals, to have income goals, to have any kind of like tangible things, but sometimes the way in which we go about them can really be to the detriment of who we truly want to be. And sometimes as women, we just forget that we're not made like the masculine. In our human design, we're not made the same. The idea of consistency every single day doesn't really exist anymore because I've learned to start working with my own cycles and I just used to shame myself for having slow weeks or slow months when in actuality the rest and the recalibration was so vital to the next part of my journey the seasons in our body the seasons of elements right like Yes, we live in Hawaii, so we definitely see sunshine for, you know, majority of the year. And it's always nice. So you're always like, you should always have energy and whatever, whatever. But we as women, we know that with our cycles, we're going to go through phases where we have tons of energy, where we're feeling a little spicy and we feel a little more bold. We have times where we feel like crap and everything's falling apart and I hate my spouse and I hate this house and I hate my body. And like we just go through these cycles and then we're like, oh, life is so beautiful. I'm so blessed. I know we just got out of an ole moon. It was very intense for me and I definitely felt the everything sucks. But then you get back up and you realize, oh. I'm back in my power again. Okay, so that's a little side tangent. But here's what I want to offer to you. How do you know if you are not within your true authentic nature? Okay, so if you are starting to feel a little lonely and you're killing it, okay, this is my ambitious, goal-driven women. You're killing it. And 
on the outside, everything is good, but something is feels like it's constantly missing. Or when you arrive to that next goal, you're already thinking, what's the next thing? What's the next goal I have to achieve? I can't sit. I can't rest. Otherwise, it's going to fall apart. Something else needs to happen. I need to book the next client. I need to book the next gig. I need to continue, continue, to continue. I don't, I can't rest, right? Like this is not, I'm successful, but I need, I can, I can be more successful. I know this so well. Here's what happens. We start, we haven't embraced self-sufficiency. No one gets me like, I got to do this, even if I have a team, and even if I have people, like, it's me. If it's to be, it's up to me, right? I always hear that. If it's to be, it's up to me. And to a certain point, yeah. For the, for the everyday person who is not quite as goal-driven, but when you are a leader in your space, sometimes it feels lonely because we haven't embraced self-sufficiency. And we begin to dilute ourselves dilute our messaging we start to filter ourselves and look in ways that every area has to run like a machine we start to scale back and we compartmentalize our play and our rest and our creativity like like almost like we run our business on a spreadsheet that's how I felt and I and I realized that only after so much inner work with this and you know sharing this very openly with you even when I'm you know with my spouse now and you know we're in bed and we have these beautiful experiences and I'm like wow remember when I was always running I just felt like pleasure was something I was going okay I have x amount of minutes or okay we have this one night But now for me, it's like pleasure is cooking dinner with my spouse. Pleasure is how we wake up in the morning. I mean, it's so much a part of my day because that's for me, my true authentic nature that I never gave time to because I was so goal focused. And I was like, this is how it's going to be. Scaling back. What you mean scaling back? Right? Oh, did I just hit... (laughs) Did I just hit that one? Because that's huge. When it's the look of success and the world is telling you more, 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 next level, next level, next next level, and you're thinking, wait, scaling back is probably the dumbest thing you could ever do. Don't you want more? Maybe. Maybe that is for some of you and your soul's purpose on this earth to continue to do more and consume more and create more and more and more and more. But for some of us, some of the biggest, bravest work that I've ever had to do in my life is realize that for now, that's enough. You know, that chasing, that idea that we have all been sitting with is, but can it just be enough? Can I do more with what I have in this season because it feels like if, if I stay still it's gonna fall apart but what if you played with possibility and realize that scaling back will bring you more without you doing more just something to play with okay I found and I find with the look of success that we edit 
so much of ourselves. We edit to please. We edit to compromise. We edit our true essence. And that is very painful to the point where we're editing and we're, we're living out of this eagle shell image self that we've had to create almost like a character. Where then now this is what people know us as. This is the kind of what is the world has, you know, seen from you as a successful entity of a woman who is so independent and crushes it and wow, does everything that you no longer really, really know who your true nature is. It has become you. What you do ends up becoming who you are. And that's never truly who we are. What we do is a part of who we are, not our totality. So here's what I want to offer to you when it comes in the look of success. And I hope that you can really play into this. It's time to redefine what success means for you. And I think that that is very general, but it is also feels like it gives a lot of space. And so taking some time to journal out what what does success look like for me? I start with making a desire list and I find that my old brain would definitely go, but how, but how, but how, but how, that the success meaning the, how am I going to attack it? How am I going to smart goal the hell out of this? Right. But if I start to, what does it feel like? What is the textures? What does the sounds outside What am I hearing? Where am I living? What are the conversations around me? What frequency does that bring up in my body? Who am I with? Where where do I live? Like where are we traveling to? Where are we are we traveling at all? Does that even matter to me? Like I thought it mattered to me. Or is my idea of continuously traveling very mixed in with the idea of always running? Can I really be home? And when I'm home, do I feel like the constant need to do more? Or do I finally know how to sit? Can I watch a movie without grabbing my device and wondering where else do I need to be and who needs me and having this constant anxiety of creating something new? Owning the seat of your power is really about understanding your own desires and allowing these desires to be as worthy as the metrics of external success. I really, really want you to hear that, that owning your desires can be as simple as I make cookies and I create this massive business in my cycles or whatever it is. I think that there's just so much power in owning that we have the ability if we would only have the audacity to be in our authenticity we have the ability to own our audacity and to live in our authenticity that is the way that we can start to not only look successful 
but be successful. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if anything resonated with me, with me, with you, gosh, so tongue-tied. It is fall break, by the way, okay? So my brain's a little bit on a break, right? Seasons. If this did resonate with you and you want to chat more, my DMs are open. I'm so here for these conversations. Thank you for all the downloads this past month. I do think this was one of the highest months of sharing and whatnot so mahalo to all of you and if you would like to join me tonight i am doing the a little talk story session a little master class at 8 p.m hawaii standard time this is going to be called a sacred shift and the link will be in the show notes and i invite you if this is a conversation you'd like to continue about success about surrender about sourcing safety from within So all my love, my sis, and I will see you either tonight or on the next episode. Take care. Aloha.